All I'm saying is, if your baby still looks like an insect, maybe you should wait on the newborn baby pictures. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I agree with that. You ever see some of those and think, man, well, I mean, the one you another, showed me another two or three weeks, that yeah. might have been the right call here. Do you want to remember your your uh, your child like that? Listen, Lincoln, in these trying times, we're not sure if we're guaranteed another two or three weeks. Hey, guys, welcome back to Daily Content. Uh, we're uh, here and happy to be here Tuesday, rocking out Tuesday. And if... You have a, a current newborn, and you think I was talking about your baby. I was not. Nice. Okay. I, it was someone else's baby. Okay. Yeah. They probably don't listen to this podcast. I know for a fact they do not. <laughs> hey, we have uh, something special for this episode today. Something a little special for this episode today. Yeah, we do. What is it? What is it? What? What? Uh, what's the we surprise? We have John Hollister on the uh, on the call today. Yo, what's up, John? You may know him from... Uh, oh, you, go ahead. you know him, you love him from Golf Lessons with John. Yep. Uh, our hero, our sponsor. John, what's good? Yo, what's up, John? Sorry, I came in a little early. Oh, uh, that's okay. I always do. It's all right. Dude, it's totally I'm fun. good. I'm good. What's dude, up? yeah, dude, this is awesome. We, um, we are ready and willing to take all of your advice on our golf swings. We're not doing so hot. Uh... I haven't actually been golfing in a couple of years, so it'd be great to know how to golf. Uh, but yeah, we actually just kind of want to hear a little bit about your business and everything you've been up to and life in general, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of a life update, yeah. So I've been working at uh, the golf course in my town, uh, the Bowling Green Country Club, uh, for. I started working uh, a year ago but I was working somewhere else in town before the quarantine. And then when that hit, uh, I switched to working at the golf course again because it was one of the few places I could work at. Oh, and, interesting. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's a golf course, but uh, I really enjoy it. I love it. Um, it's uh, great because I love golf. Uh, I love being outside, um, so it's great. Uh, and then in the evenings, I work at my dad's offices uh, just doing some normal cleaning stuff. Uh, and uh, so, that, you know, that's fine. And then a few weeks ago, <clears throat> I started to give golf lessons. And, and uh, I also started to work on my certification for the Professional Golf Teachers Association of America, which is like the younger sibling to the PGA certification. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's what I've been up to. That's awesome. Uh, quick, quick question: Were you on the golf team at Grace? Uh, I was. I was. <laughs> I thought so. I I thought I remembered uh, having a few conversations with you about uh, you being on the golf team. Uh, <laughs> nice. I, I I I was on the golf team for about like a month. Oh, okay. So I I actually went to Grace early freshman year because I was on the golf team and the sports people come early. And so I'm on the golf team for a few weeks and I quickly realized that the program is not what I'm used to. Ooh. Um, so 
by that I mean in high school, I played in high school on the golf team for three years. And, you know, that was a really tight ship. You know, everything was a well-oiled machine. And the coach was really hands-on and took a lot of initiative. And there was a lot of, uh, like, give and take uh, between the players and the coach. So when I joined the going into Grace and play golf for them, I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be like this. And uh, <clears throat> it wasn't like that at all. So <laughs> It's a little bit more like like not as, I mean, kind of do whatever you want. Uh, yeah, it was kind of do whatever you want. Um, and the coach at the time, who is not the current coach now, uh, from what I understand, the current coach now is – were really really legitimate and really professional i think he might be pga certified uh but the coach while i was there he was kind of like yeah just kind of do your own thing and uh really only cared about the people who were playing in tournaments because there was a roster of guys at the top who played in tournaments and guys at the bottom who were trying to get a spot to play in tournaments Hmm. and i wasn't I was on the bottom half at that time. And so like it was it was like pulling teeth for him to try to get him to have some one-on-one time with me, to have him look at my swing, to have him look at me hit balls at the range. Wow. And it, it, I had to constant I had to get on get on him and constantly remind him that I wanted him to do that, you know, weeks go by and finally you know, we go hit balls, I go hit balls, and he's watching my swing. And at the end of it, I'm kind of expecting him to say some stuff. And literally, he just says, yeah, that's good. And then that was it. <laughs> wow. And so, and so, like, I was just like, well, you know, this, this isn't really what uh, I signed up for. So uh, I stopped playing uh, golf uh, at Grace. But... Uh, I still played for fun and like with my dad and stuff. But so. just not. At that. I'm gonna be honest, John. I had no idea Grace had a golf team. Like when we were discussing <laughs> it, I was like, I don't even know if Grace has a golf team. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't blame you. <laughs> I feel like we had a guy in our hall on the golf team. I think Cal. Cal was on the golf yep. team. Yeah. Cal Denlinger yep. was. I think so. Yep. 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 I had. Uh, he lived across from me my freshman year. No clue. No clue he was on the golf team. I just thought he was a, a douchebag. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I think you were right. I, think it, it was <laughs> a, just, I didn't I think know. it was like related to golf. I mean, not saying that all golfers are, but, you know, I was just like, oh, okay. I just thought, you know. I never saw clubs. I didn't, I, even... I didn't know. Yeah, I wasn't, like, friends with them. I didn't know them that well, but – uh I, he he was one of the people that were on the top half that played in the tournaments and yeah. stuff. He was also so from I, Warsaw. I, I don't know if that had to do something with it too, but uh, yeah. yeah, who knows? Yeah, do so. Um, you said golfing was was the only thing open. So is that kind of like essential? Maybe, maybe. Or it just uh, wasn't yeah. like regulated. It's it's kind of interesting, you know. Uh, I'm I'm not sure when this is going to go up, but sports is kind of at a really weird place right now with yeah. 
the NBA and the MLB and the NFL and NHL, everybody trying to figure out how stuff works. But interestingly enough, the first sport that was televised was actually golf. And uh, it's interesting because, you know, people can go out and play golf and socially distance and they don't have to wear masks and you're in a car and usually and you're walking outside and, you know, you're not close in people's breathing space um and so yeah it's been really interesting uh the golf course since quarantine has been like super busy like they've just been <laughs> so i was gonna ask you yeah, yeah it, there have been tons and tons of people that come out and because i worked at for the golf course last year for the first time and throughout the year, there were, like, highs and lows of when it was busy. But, like, now, it's just been a constant, like, level of non-stop always coming out. Yeah. Uh, which is good because it's a small course and it needs the business. But, uh, I, yeah, I, I was uh, I was putting uh, some, extra, some extra time for a while uh, before we hired another guy. So That's awesome. Do you, is it a tea time? That you have to register for is it? Can anyone kind of come in and, and play? So before quarantine, uh, uh, you know, it's a nine-hole course, so it's really small, pretty casual, pretty you know, chill. Um, and before people would just come up and roll in and just be like, "Hey, can I play? Can I get off?" And uh, you know, normally you don't do that. Normally you you do call ahead and you set up a tee time. Uh, at most golf courses, uh, but with quarantine and Corona, uh, they changed the rules so that you have to set up a tee time now. That makes sense. Uh, and so now, now they kind of have uh, a general idea of who, how many people are coming in, or when people are coming in. That makes sense. And it's, and it's a bit easier to manage. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. That's actually really cool for them. Maybe we'll see. Yeah. So, are you seeing a lot of uh, people who just don't come to the golf course very often, or are you seeing new interests and like new people showing up to the golf course? Uh, I, I'd say both. Yeah, I'd say there's a lot of people that are that used to come every now and then that are coming more often, and uh, the people that come now that I hadn't seen last year uh, and I hadn't seen before quarantine. And uh, so there's a wide range mm. of people that play. You know, you got younger kids, you got high schoolers, college age, got, you know, older, you got your uh, retirees. And uh, it's been, yeah, it's been a really uh, crazy to see just this explosion of uh, people that have been outside and wanting to play. And I mean, it, it makes sense because there's really not much else to do um, in terms of outdoors activity and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, we're seeing, I see, we're seeing a lot more bikers and stuff, and people are hiking a lot more. People are getting outdoors, which is really cool. It's a good thing for the next generation to get kind of passionate, passionate about those things. Are you pretty plugged into the golf world, like via social media and stuff? Like, do you follow a lot of golf content? Uh, kind of. Yeah, I, I follow the PGA and the tour and. Uh, Tiger Woods and yeah. other big uh, golfers online. The one thing that's kind of uh, disheartening for golf 
is they kind of go out of their way to not be super involved in social media. Um, and I would even argue that that is maybe kind of a roundabout way of to gatekeeping, uh, mm-hmm. kind of what I mentioned before. Mm. Um, that they're very, very old school, very, very traditional. And so I keep up with all this stuff, but it's, you know, with how you look at the NBA, the NFL, and how interactive the players are and the teams are and how much of a following those people have, it's not – golf is so much, like, smaller when you compare it to that. Interesting. So you don't follow a lot of golf vloggers on, like, YouTube or anything? <laughs> uh, I, I follow a few, but, like, there really aren't – that many huh. to, to follow you know I think uh, there's one guy I follow who's pretty big and then there's another guy I follow and then there's one other group I follow and that's about it in terms of non-professional player people who have just started social media stuff for golf mm-hmm. um, yeah so but it's been it's been kind of weird because that's how golf was. But at the same time, it's getting a resurgence and people are more interested. And I think that's part of why I wanted to start giving lessons is because I feel like people are more interested. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the kind of the app controversy that we've been starting on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate no, to no, be no, the yeah, the teller of lies. Miscommunicated with you guys. That's all good. So, I, I the, the app I use um, is called Pro Golf, and it lets you analyze your swing, and it's really helpful. You know, check out. Um, you know, it breaks down your angles and you know the alignment and the ball flight and all that stuff. It's really great. Look it up. Don't. Uh, well, what I should have clarified was the golf app, the way it works is it's the data is local. So it's like hard to, like if someone used it in Indiana, they couldn't analyze their swing, get that video and then send it to me. Uh-huh. Like I'd have to be there. I would have to be there or they could, they would have to send me a clip of their swing before it's scanned or whatever and then send it to me i would put it into the app scan it and then be like oh so yeah it's a little gotcha. wonky like that but i will say it's also early access so uh maybe in the future hopefully there'll be some developments that let it let them uh, be a little bit more smoother with those things that makes sense. You would think they would push like a social media aspect of the rap because that would, you know, competition drives usage and no, but it's whatever. Old yeah, school, though. You yeah, never it's know. old school. I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. It was really weird because when I started giving lessons a few weeks ago, I was suggested to look up this one video analysis program from this guy I really respect that he taught me how to play golf and uh you know he's somebody i look up to in the the golf world and he was like use this site 
And I was like, okay, so I go to look up that site, and the online reviews are really, really bad, and they're saying, you know, there's all these ad walls and all these paywalls. Wow, that's annoying. And it's just kind of bloated and hard to use. And so I was like, eh, I guess I'll check out some of the other apps. And I go to check out all the other golf swing video analysis apps, and the the majority of them were like that. They were all like glitchy, buggy, bloated, uh, having lots of ad walls, having lots of paywalls, not keeping up with updates, and just really, really uh, just not great. And so that was really surprising to me. I was like, I'm surprised there isn't a big golf swing app that is super easy and super user friendly. And uh, so I had to find Pro Golf, uh, even though it's an early access, it's a start, it's early start, but it's the most easy to use app that I found. So. Wow. Yeah, you would think with people who spend so much money on that hobby that there would be a good way for them to improve it. Well, it's a lifestyle. Okay, sorry. You would think that someone who spends so much money on that type of lifestyle and they would find an app that, you know, to just improve their lifestyle, you know, so. Yeah, and like I said, the people at the top of the food chain in the golf world are like super old heads. Yeah. And they're super stuck in their ways. And so, like, one of the few golf swing video apps I saw that looked to be good was one that had a lot of paywalls, but you would take a video of your swing and send it in, and a golf instructor would analyze it and then send you messages about your swing. Oh, okay. Like an actual person. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But But I thought that was weird because... That was the only really. That was the only swing app that had a catalog of lots of golf instructors, but it seemed to be the one with like the most paywalls. Huh. So it's just kind of like, um, I mean, I get it on one hand, but on the other hand, it's like they're making it so hard for people to for the average. Yep, the average person. And, and it's and it's just like people these people at the top of the food chains of these golf worlds they just they just see numbers they just see money and they just see you know getting the bottom line which from a business perspective makes sense and i respect but you know for me as someone who's passionate about golf i don't see it as being a really progressive way to really get people interested in golf yeah it's, it kind of goes back to that conversation I hinted at before with gatekeeping and you know people encouraging a certain lifestyle or a certain type of person. Yeah, this is a demographic. Yeah, and and indirectly discourages other people to yeah. be interested. I don't I don't understand when you love something so much. Like, why wouldn't you make it everyone. accessible? Yeah. You know, why wouldn't you share it with your friends? I, I mean, it's like Timmons podcast. We love it so much that we wanted to share it with all our friends. I was going to say it's like bikes. All my friends ride bikes now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, John, we're kind of coming up on our time crunch here, but um, I had a couple questions. One, how did you find the podcast? What made you start listening? Uh, um, 
I think I found it on Twitter. Okay. And I think I saw you tweeting about it one time, and I was like, oh, Tim is doing a podcast. I'll check this out. And then I saw, I heard Lincoln was on it. I was like, oh, Lincoln. Like, <sighs> I love these guys. And, uh, so I was like, ah, give this a listen. And uh, yeah, so. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a Grace reunion reunion right now. We're gonna have Chris Tolley on tomorrow, and it's gonna be great. <laughs> really? No. Nah. <laughs> he he cool. could if he wanted to. Yeah, Chris Tolley, if you're listening, let us know. We'll we'll get a, we'll get a podcast set up. Hey, I, I could I could send out a text message. <laughs> nah, <laughs> it's fine. Um, he'd, probably, he'd probably say "f you, John," and I'd be like, "Law, law, <laughs> classic." Yo, is there anything else you want to say right before we wrap this up? I mean, make sure that everyone goes and likes your likes your page. And if you want tips on how to use Golf Pro, you've heard about how the app is. John's got the details. So uh, yeah, uh, check out Pro Golf. Uh, my Facebook yeah, page is Golf Lessons with John. Yep. Um, uh, we're getting it started, and we're getting at it. And uh, love, love Tim and love Lincoln. Love your guys' stuff. And really, I really enjoyed the D and D. Uh, okay, session. that was great. That's awesome. I was, I was sad that Jeff died. <laughs> I was too. It was great. It hey, was it's whatever the dice rolls, you know. You can't really, uh, can't really, you know. It's just how it goes. You That's win some, true. you lose some. We lost some the entire game. <laughs> yep. Awesome, John. Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, appreciate thank you. it. Thank you. All right. Awesome.